everybody welcome to the chapman and randy show this is our 20th episode might be the last i think i'm dying <laughs> so randy just got back from las vegas i want to know all about it man just hopped out of the car a few minutes ago well about an hour ago dude went me and the wife's 20th anniversary is coming up this year and she's gonna be starting a new job and all this so we kind of decided i decided unbeknownst to her to kind of do a little reliving type thing because when we got it the Luxor when we got married the Luxor had pretty much just been recently built so I got like the king suite at the Luxor and all that so I did it again this week and the whole thing is, is we both love Penn and Teller so we went and saw Penn and Teller do they do they perform at the uh, at the Luxor they perform at the Rio oh, okay but we stayed at the Luxor because that's right. where we do we honeymoon whatever so we did that for a night and then we stayed at downtown second at the golden nugget which is the it's loud <laughs> shit it was loud as hell down there but um it was cool the show pin and teller is awesome all that was cool the only problem is and now we're going to get on to fuck the luxor the luxor stinks and don't ever stay there well let's back that a little bit yeah all that is true but i didn't realize when i booked these tickets that okay the mcgregor fight i knew that but i figured all right all the douchebags, the w, the UFC douchebags, they'll be gone Sunday. Figured. Right, right. We're cool. Well, I should have kept up on my fucking NASCAR schedule. Because oh. son of a bitch, if the NASCAR race in Vegas wasn't on Sunday. So, here comes every jack-off wearing an M&M's jacket, a fucking DuPont jacket, whatever <laughs> horse shit you ever seen. So you went from drunk Irish UFC affliction-wearing turds to NASCAR. Dude, I was, I swear, I was, I got home from work Saturday night to, to see the UFC results, and I got off about 10, and I was like, by the time I got home, because I told my wife, I said, you know what, if this fucker McGregor wins... We might just load up the car and leave tonight and just spend a drunken night with a bunch of countrymen fucking hanging out and just shenanigans <laughs> happening. Well, we didn't have to worry about that, I guess. And I didn't really, because the problem is, is with the Irish is, well, when they get happy and drunk, they'll fight you, but at least you'll shake hands afterwards and shit. After that, now they those fuckers get drunk and they're sad. Somebody's gonna get killed. I don't know if it happened or not, but I wasn't going. So we went. We left early Sunday morning. We got there, checked in, blah blah, did all that. Went to Penn Teller show. Was great. Hung out, met Penn and Teller, shook hands, took pictures, autographs, all that shit. I think a lot of the people who listen to us who are probably under thirty years old, they have no idea. I know who it is. You know who it is. I think most people above thirty know who they are. Who are those guys? Well, they're. They're great street magicians. They were street magicians. And they, I mean, dude, they've been on TV shit as much as anybody. I think people would recognize them from commercials and shit, right? One's really tall and was fatter. He's really skinny now. And the other guy doesn't talk. Teller doesn't speak. So he, um, but honestly for me, as great as I love them as magicians, they're both way out of the, way, way, way out of the closet atheists. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I mean, I I mean, we listened to, my wife had never really listened to it, but on the way up there, we listened to uh, Every Day is an Atheist Holiday, which is one of Penn's audio books read by him, and he does, I mean, shit, he does commentary, because I bought God No while we were at the show again, just to get him to sign it, and shit, I mean, that book is only 240 pages, but the damn audio book, seven hours, so he's doing a lot of ad-libbing in, right, that, right. in that book, so... um show was cool and we're getting ready to to speak with them and hang out and i get a phone call on my phone it's 
got a Vegas number on it, and I was like, ah, and all I could really hear is some static, so I hung it up, no big deal. Get a phone call back, again, from the same number, I pick it up, and they say, this is Luxor Security. Um, do you have, um, we have somebody trying to gain access to your room named Dalton Hamilton. I don't know why I remember this asshole's name, but some guy named Dalton Hamilton is trying to get into, do you grant him access? And I said, no, no access. And, okay, okay, all right, cool. And then hung up. So we, we spoke with Pinatelli about that. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to call him back because I want to make sure, like, for one, that that number was actually the Luxor, the number that they called me on. So I looked it up online, dialed the number back, called them, and spoke with the security. And, of course, they're like, well, uh, you know when somebody goes, well, who did you speak to? Uh, I don't know. Okay, but then you, and then then they don't tell you their fucking name. Right. So I speak to this person, and she's like, "Let me research it. Let me research it, and I'll call you back." So I go, "Well, can I get your name?" So I get her name, which I can't remember. It was something like it sounded like some kind of something that a terrorist had screamed right before they pulled their ripcord or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but so then she calls me back, and no, no, nothing, nothing. I said, "Well, obviously, something somebody called." So then we decided. We rushed back over there because there may have been a firearm or two up in my hotel room. Oh, shit. Well, because I always travel with, you know, so. Right. So we get up. We decide to go to the hotel. Nobody's been up there. So because we left the real early, we were going to hang out. My wife's uh, best friend, which I can't really say because I don't know if she was supposed to be there, her and her husband or not. But um, they they showed up down there. Uh, I called I called them in the morning at 5, told them to meet us down there. It's for the anniversary, and we could hang out and be cool. So they met us down there. So we rushed back, all of us. And my wife gets a little nervous about shit like that. I mean, as you should. I mean, somebody had my name, and the hotel was calling, asking my name, so I was trying to get into our room. So she was asking them, like, hey, man, can we, like, get this damn room comp? Can we be moved? You know, I mean... They own nine hotels in there. Can we be moved, whatever, you know, because does somebody know we're there? What's going on? Who, whatever, is it just coincidence, blah, blah, So, no, can't do nothing for you. Not even a free fucking buffet, man. Nothing, I mean, nothing. Go kiss your ass. So, we say whatever, you know. After I'm buying, you know, four tall boy cans of beer that come with a free shot that cost me $32 and all this horse shit. So, um... We go up to the room again, make sure everything's okay. We check it out. It's cool. Go back down, gamble, and stay up till 7 in the morning on the slot machine. Yeah. It was a bit of a problem. Wow, dude. That's a fucking long time on slot machines. Dollar slots? Slot machines Pennies, and, and blackjack tables. and Well, they're penny slots, but when you play 250, to- 250 each crank, it's 250. All right. And so, yeah. So I was up. Nah, a couple thousand dollars there for a minute, and damn, as your boy keeps drinking, well, I think I'd like to win more, and I start convincing myself this slot machine is my friend. My friend wouldn't fuck me. We're doing good. <laughs> Before we know it, you know, yeah, well, my friend definitely fucked me. So I went home. I went to bed that night, well, that morning, and lost all that. But that was cool. Wake up the next day, and you know when you go to bed and you're drunk. And you, you convince yourself, like, this isn't going to hurt in the morning. No, I'm all it's right. all good. It's all good. Yeah, I, I, it's great. Been there many times. Great. So I convinced myself that, and I go to bed. No, well, checkout time was 11, so I set my alarm for 9, so there's an hour and a half of sleep or so at best. Wake up, build. Great. Why, you ask? Because I'm still fucking drunk, unbeknownst to me. <laughs> now, come 11, as I'm awake, ugh, shampoo effects begins to rinse the off. earth yeah the earth starts getting heavier you know you start sinking down a little bit and now we got to go get a they offered to finally come down to it the wife went and argued with them again uh the wife again argued with them and they comped us a room at the excalibur but i didn't want to stay at the excalibur next yeah, like for been, one that place is weak i've been there a couple times well not even that for one like they ruined our whole night, basically. I was having to rush back, and then so now we're stuck on, the, we're stuck on their property again. And I pissed because I lost the money there, and I was like, I'm not giving these fuckers any more money. 
and plus I don't trust your security thing and what whatever. So I decided to I wanted to get out of so much of the touristy shit. So we went downtown. Ooh, old Vegas. Yeah, we went down. So I stayed at the Golden Nugget. By the way, there are a couple of stickers that if they're found in room shit, I can't even remember the rooms right now. All right, post it on our Facebook wall. Twenty thousand one at the Luxor. It's a sticker hidden in a window in a in a place in the room overlooking looking at from uh by the spa looking Mandalay Bay. Take a selfie with it. We'll send you a prize. Um, and there's one in room ten ninety eight of the Golden Nugget stuck on the window in a in a high spot. Also pretty difficult for I put made them a little difficult to find so the maid staff didn't come in there and just scrape it down first time. Hopefully, <laughs> so if you find it, we'll, we'll send you something. Watch, watch, watch. It's going to be funny if someone actually does it, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. So then we went down to downtown Vegas and just hung out and got a room because, like, we could have came home, but I was like, I don't feel good. So we got a room, gambled a little bit. And, oh, another thing, fuckbookit.com, too. Bookit.com? I've never yeah. even heard of that. Get this shit. For Who's this like, room? Bookit.com? Yeah. That it's, sounds like a fucking a website that gives you tips on how to rob a bank and get the fuck away from it. Bookit.com. So I'm looking for hotels in Vegas while we're sitting at the Luxor getting ready to leave, and I see this gold nugget. Good rate. All right, cool. So sign up. Like I order the room. Get there. Stand in line. and like, all right, dude, here for a room. He goes, uh, I don't have a reservation for you. And I said, no, I kind of think you do. <laughs> and he's looking it up, and he says, let me see your confirmation. And I show him, and he goes, and I know I did this right when I was looking at it um, because my wife went and redid it. It When you would put in the thing, it glitched and gave me the room for, like, the 28th, not yesterday, not the 8th or whatever it was, whatever yesterday oh. was. So I had a room that I'm not going to need scheduled for the 28th. And I said, well, uh, yeah, can't need the room right now. That's not going to help me because I ain't coming back for it. And so he's all, well, I was like, can't you just fucking switch it? And they're like, I already paid my money. They got their money. You're going to get your money. I mean, no, you can't. You got to call the website. All right. So I call the website. I'm on the phone with them for about an hour on hold. So, oh, and so my wife tried it three times just to see the website. And it defaults every day to the 28th. You know, would put today's date in the the departure date, and you know, and the arrival date and the departure date, and it would be the today's date, and then right with the last click, it put twenty eighth. So this bitch, who sounds like she should have been pushing John Candy on that fucking Jamaican bobsled team, she fucking comes down with, oh, uh, okay, what we can do is we can change the room reservation to another casino. We don't have this casino. And I said, no, that's not good enough. Um, okay, well, let me, let me, so she talks to her people and comes back and goes, here's what I can do. As a courtesy, I can, she goes, no, at first she goes, okay, well, I can, I can cancel your, because I said, just fucking cancel the reservation. I would get a room of my own. Right, right. Okay, well, our company charges $25 to, to cancel, to, to, because you spoke to a, to a human. Bookit.com charges $25 as well. So that's $50 just to make Right. The room was like 49 bucks plus tax or whatever. And then I added some amenity type thing that I would have had to pay when I got to the Golden Nugget for more to like upgrade the room or whatever. Right. So basically for that minimum fee for like the, the base starter room, for me to get a refund by I paid their $25, I would have gotten $6 back. I would have got the tax back. So no room, no nothing, 6 bucks. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So, okay, as a courtesy, I will waive my $25 fee. All uh, right, well, yeah, I think you're kind of gonna. So we went round and round with this forever. Finally, all right, I got her fee off. I got my 6 bucks, So I got like $32 off of that. And I'm going to call the bank and I'll dispute that shit tomorrow because I wasn't going to deal with that broad anymore. So we ended up getting a room and pretty much just crashed out yesterday due to alcohol poisoning, I'm sure. No, I was trying to get a hold of you. I was like, "Damn!" I was in bed at three o'clock. I went to <laughs> I no, I was later than that. I was in bed like at five o'clock. And my wife's like, "Dude, you cannot go to sleep because if you go to sleep that early, your ass is going to be up at two in the morning." And I thought, well, "Maybe I will. Maybe I will wake up at two in the morning." She's asleep. I'll sneak down to the casino. <laughs> and bullshit. She woke. She went to bed after I did and woke up 
before I did. Because, I, I mean, we left there about 6.30 this morning. Nah, it was later than that. We were going to, but then by the time we got up and around, it was like 8-ish. And then we're driving through, and I said, well, tell you what, let's stop at Whiskey Pete and get something to eat and let me uh, let me play a little bit and see if I can get our vacation paid for, our little mini vacation. Right. So, yep, ended up, got one hit, and uh, ended up getting the vacation paid, but we broke even. Nice. So, Dude, yeah. You got some good luck gambling. You know I never win, ever, and I do everything right. I, well, I saw your UFC fucking picks, and I know you don't win. No, Jesus. Why? Fuck, dude. I pick every <laughs> loser, man. You saw it with the NFL. Well, dude, I'll just go, we'll just go together, and I'll fade your bets. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Dude, I do everything right. I study before I go to Vegas. I'll study shit and be like, okay, here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Obviously, with slot machines, you're not going to have a big – there's nothing you can do. But, like, roulette. I like playing roulette. You know my problem with that is that I won big one time. And like a dumbass didn't cash out and fucking lost it all. And ever since that, I want it, I want that feeling again, and I never win. I suck, dude. I don't, I don't know what it is. Chapman well, can't gamble. Here's the thing. Nobody really wins. They don't keep building those big, tall fucking buildings. You know what tripped me out? Dude, I haven't been there in a long-ass time. It tripped me out how far the strip has stretched out. Because before it was that, that hill, like in Gene. Not yep. Gene, because Gene's were... Like the gold strike is, but there was a hill up there when right when you would come down into Vegas, and it's right. like a big ass far distance before you got down there and you got to the. I mean, dude, they're building a casino right there at the break of that hill. Yeah, and it's and the strip's extending that far out. I mean, it's going to be sooner. Or later. Dude, it's out of hand. I'm thinking about going there. Well, we are going there on New Year's, which is gonna be. Have you fun. ever done that before? Oh no, it but fucking sucks. I'm sure it will. It's sure so it will. many people, dude, and it's so out of hand, dude. And I haven't been, like, basically, we got married the 20 years ago, and then a few years later than that, like, uh, one of my friends got married there at the Rio, and we hadn't been, you know, in probably a good 10, 15 years. I can't believe how corporate everything has gotten. Like, like there's no really, like, they used to have, like, their own restaurants and their own coffee shops and shit. And now it's Guy Fieros or... Or it's, it's like fucking McDonald's, yeah, dude. McDonald's, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad, too. Caesars had a food court like that. I was surprised. I think they just put But, I mean, in. you used to go in these hotels and it'd be like their little coffee shop and their restaurant their own, where, where right. you would get a specialty. And, and they're like, well, fuck that. We're selling this. I mean, we went into Whiskey Pete. The Whiskey Pete used to always see that sign, $1.99 bacon and eggs yeah, breakfast. Right. That's a fucking IHOP now. 14 bucks a piece for fucking pancakes and sausage and, I mean... Caesars has those shops, and there's a uh, cheesecake factory where there used to be something else, too. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what it is. I'll tell you what, though. I think that damn Caesars, to tell you the truth, when they started, because I remember, like, the last time I met, it's kind of when the form shops had really gotten completed. Well, I mean, no, they were completed when we we got married. But if you think, I I would say that's about when the downfall started is because of those form shops, because they brought in those chains. And then that just spread. And there was playing a Hollywood that had a restaurant in there. And they brought in some of these more of these stores and everything in these chains. And I'm telling you, because when you walked between like Mandalay Bay to the Excalibur and all that, it was just, and it's all chain shit. There's that loop. I don't, I don't know what they call it, but it connects. Because they're Mandalay Bay, Excalibur, and then Luxor. They're all connected. It's like this loop that you can walk. Right? And it's got like shops and It bars. was so windy and shit. We never, like, we never went outside other than no, we went inside. I know. Yeah, yeah it's covered the, the, with the walkways and stuff. Yeah. It's like it being in an airport. Like that, the Dude, when I turned 21, that was my first trip I did was to that loop. And we stayed at the Excalibur. It sucked. But I mean, dude, I got drunk on that loop. By the time you start, and if you walk that entire loop and stop at every little, little tiny, like, shithole dive bar they have, by the time you get to where you started, you're fucked up. I yeah. loved it. I mean, we. In my drinking days. Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, don't buy drinks at Penn and Teller show either. I mean, you're going to expect it when you go like that. But I think uh, my wife's, her her friend's husband bought, he bought four shots, a shot for each of us, and like a drink for him and her. And it was 70 bucks and like a bottled water, dude. I laughed so, because what the funny thing is the guy nailed him so good because they give you like a cup. A pin and teller, it's like a glass, but it's plastic, but it doesn't look plastic at first. And the guy hands him his shit, and he goes, $70? He goes, yeah, but you get to keep the glass. Oh, and, I, dude, I about <laughs> fucking pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> That's funny, man. 
Did you check out the like the Venetian area? I mean, no. Did you, did you do any of that shit? I was kind of getting shit on the way back for it. No, we didn't. Dude. We got there and pretty much got in the Luxor and then, you know, just... I mean, dude, to tell you the truth, a lot of it got... Like, our whole... And I could really blame it all. Our whole trip kind of got fucked by that... By the security thing due to the fact that, like... What became of that? That was just, like, some... Oh! Okay, we'll get to it. So... Like, who was this guy? I don't know. What? But, um... Watch him be some stalker. So when my wife went down there the next day to speak to... Because we told her, I said, okay, these guys are cocksuckers at night and they're not going to do anything. Why don't you go down there in the morning? Because she's the... I'm the one... See, the difference in how we argue with people is I'll get to a point and I'll just start motherfuckering people. Yelling cunt at the top of my leg is my best... Like, that's me, dude. I am the fucking king of that shit. And I lose logic after a while. <laughs> like, it's just... Sounds screaming. She will sit there and be like, yeah, but... Yeah, but... And, like... It, which is funny. When we fight, I'm exactly the opposite. We're exactly the opposite. I'll never raise my voice with her, and it drives her insane, and she screams. But it's funny when we're in public. It's it's the exact opposite. Like, no, I can't, dude. I had to walk away because I was gonna start screaming. And like once I do that, it's like it never goes well because they're gonna shut down if some guys, you know. Oh yeah. So uh, so I told her to go downstairs and and see what happened, you know. And so she goes downstairs and speaks to the guy again. The guy calls back up to the room, or was it that? Guy? But he calls back and he's like, um. He's all, we had, uh, basically a variation of my name, uh, well, my name, my real name is Randall Stevens, right? Okay. Well, he goes, oh, well, we had, uh, yours is with a V and they were with a PH. For one, there ain't that many of us in one thing. And my, my first name is spelt different than normal. It has one L. And about me and the dude from Clerks. Or, like, about the only two Randalls with one L that you really see around a lot. I mean, and the coincidence was bullshit. They fucked up, either called when they shouldn't have called or something. I don't know if it was somebody trying to scam a room. I mean, shit, as far as I know, he just gave a room number. I know, that's kind of shady, man. What's weird, too, is when you think about when the Aaron Andrews shit just settled, like, Monday... That you would think that there would be a pull into the office and be like, look, dude, yeah, we're not giving exactly. anybody's information. We're not doing shit, you know. That's shady now. Imagine if they didn't call and they just gave him access because he knew he knew the name. Yeah, or I don't I don't even know if he knew the name. Like, that's some shady shit. How right do you there. know that? I mean, I don't know he knew the name. I could say he just gave a room number, and then that asshole called me, and then he's – because I could hear the guy talking. So then he spilled my name in front of him. Yeah, that's that's fucking weird, man. I don't know. That's, I wouldn't be able to sleep good at night. I just I hear shit like that. Oh, I didn't man. sleep good at night. <laughs> I hear shit like that, man. I'm just I get put on defense mode. Honestly, that's that's nuts. Well, sorry it worked out that way, man. You, you got that fun time. That's cool when you meet somebody who you're a fan of, but then you also draw inspiration from, right? Mm-hmm. When I met Joe Rogan in Alaska, I was the guy out there four hours in advance because I was training and I couldn't get fucking tickets on time, begging people for tickets. I was that guy. Hanging out out front, sitting at the bar, and you have you know Ari Shafir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had posted on the event page that hey, I'm out here trying to get tickets. If you see me, this is what I'm wearing. I'd like to get some. So Ari Ari Shafir actually walked by, and I said, hey man, you guys got tickets? Is there any tickets available? Right for you know right as he's walking in. Like, as he was back. going out after, because you know his bit was where he would go and like hide pot in places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ended up getting tickets, man, because. I got recognized, and it was a big laugh for everyone there. But I got tickets. I got two tickets. I went. I had to stand because there wasn't any seating. And in Alaska, you can pretty much drink anywhere. So there was a bar in the in the actual theater. So it was cool for me because I was just sitting there drinking the whole time. And when Joe Rogan got off stage, he said, Hey, there's going to be a meet and greet right outside. Just go wait in line. We appreciate it, whatever. I had like one step on everybody. I went right there. I was first in line. And I got to meet him, man, and that was cool. You know, introduced myself, told him, "Hey, man, I, listen, I started listening to you in Afghanistan." Yada yada yada. Took a picture. It was cool. I really enjoyed it, man. It was good shit. So it's got to be cool when you meet them. Did you get to like talk to him at all? Yeah, man. For I mean, it wasn't that long, but yeah. Um, if you okay, I'll just give you a little bit of how my night went that night, though. I want you to see what this picture is. This is on the spa of our room, and you can check out the time. 
And what's sitting on there? 5.30 a.m., Jim Beam. Jim Beam bourbon, right? What is that, on the edge of a tub or something? On a That's a spa, oh, that's and, awesome. well, that bottle didn't make it home, so you can understand Ooh. how this this went down. There's this, like, euphoria you get when you go to Vegas. As soon as you were saying, as soon as you pass that hill and you see it, for me, that's when it starts. It is a little bit different now that I don't drink. I still had a good time, but regardless of drinking or not, man, Vegas is one of those places. It's like Disneyland for adults. You know what, dude? You know nope. what I mean? I'm a, I, like, I realized, like, it's not for me. Really? Like, any, nah, I, for one, nobody likes to lose, don't get me wrong, but 90% of you don't like to lose as much as I don't. Like, I'm like having to tell myself not to throw a fucking beer bottle through a fucking slot machine every fucking pull almost. I mean, like. You know what's annoying to me is when you're gambling and there's this little four-foot Asian woman fucking standing behind you waiting for you to get up. You know what exactly what I'm talking about. Or there's an old woman. They just stand there and they wait for you. I'll get pissed off. This last time I went about a month ago with my wife, I turned around and I asked this woman, I was what? I'm not going anywhere the fuck you waiting on and she didn't understand a word of english it was, oh was this all decorated for the chinese new year no nah. because last month when i went it was everything was fucking chinese so i didn't know if the chinese bought vegas or if well it was, they about own half that shit anyway I mean, I and half the tourism chinese. but that's annoying though you know what i mean just people just standing there waiting for you i, I hate that shit. oh dude there was another story that uh when we were when we were getting back we're trying to head back to the rio because of all the other shit this taxi cab one of the vans full of hookers gets out. Ooh. And not really. Kind of more like a... Uh, not a <laughs> like truck stop? Like pa-rump hookers? Above like that, but... <laughs> you know when... you know when you, hookers? Like, okay, put it this way. You know when you buy somebody a really shitty present, yeah. but then you buy a really expensive gift bag? Yeah. Like okay. where, where where somebody yeah. gets you a present and you look at it and you go, well, fuck, they got to spend as much on this shit present as That's they did the, the, the twelve dollar yeah. gift bag that I've gotten a shit and there's a three dollar present inside of it, kind of like that. So these bitches were all dressed up to the nine, but you knew there was some hurt going on there. These weren't take that dress off. It's like a roast beef curtain. Song. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? You didn't necessarily have to take the dress off because this is the story I'm getting to. So <laughs> so four of them. It's funny, there's a group of Asian dudes behind us and a couple black dudes in front of us, and we're everybody's just kind of shooting the shit a little bit. And, uh, dude, the, so the, the hotter ones get out, and I think they said, all right, fat one, here's the deal. The fatter one, they said, look here, tubby, we let you hang out with us, so you got to pay for the fucking cab. So the big one kind of bends over a little bit to pay the cab or whatever, well, first, hold on real quick. Tits hanging out. I was like, look, it's a titty. And the black dude's titties. They're yelling, and the Chinese guys are fucking yelling and shit. And then so we're laughing about that. And they're like, somebody put that tit up, fucking something. And then uh, so she bends over because either she dropped something, she's tipping the guy in the cab. Full butthole, dude. Just her <laughs> asshole sticking out, dude. I mean, that shit winked at me, dude. And we're <laughs> laughing. And then here I start with the fucking, there's what trapped Boba Fett. Fucking let him out. Blow that shit up. And then I don't know if you've seen the Damn Daniel videos. Yeah, Damn Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife started and then a fucking Asian dude's behind us, dude. Those motherfuckers must have watched everything that's ever been on YouTube because they were pulling up, yelling at this bitch. Every fucking catchphrase of every video. Every vine. Every. Yes. For the last 25 (laughs) years or ever since the Internet has been invented, dude. Oh, and we and then this black dude in front of me was laughing so hard because I was like, "Damn, your butthole is showing!" I yelled it really loud, and this motherfucker just starts laughing. He's like, "God <laughs> damn!" He's all, "Dude said butthole," and I forgot that's the funniest word on the planet. And I'm like hitting my wife, going, "Look, see, I told you." Because I'm sorry when somebody, dude, when they're describing shit in butthole, it makes me laugh for some. What'd she do? Just write it off? I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> I think she was kind of owning it or whatever. We were all like. She was beyond us. We were doing so much. All of us were doing so much shtick by then that it didn't matter, like, That's what funny. she was doing. That Vegas, man. Dude, I enjoy it. I don't know. I just remember. I may not. And I can't really say why publicly right now, but I may not be able to go on New Year's Eve. Come to think of it. I might have to change my plans, bro. You know what I wanted to do? Damn. I don't even think. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. What you I really you, wanted to do. What's up? But I didn't. See, when I get there, I want to park the car and not get in the car anymore. Like, 
at all. But I also don't want to pay cabs because that shit just burns my ass too. Uber. But, Uber. Same Lyft. thing. Same thing. I just I don't like leaving. I, to me, that's that's wasted time. A lot of it and whatever. I wanted to go to the goddamn Trump just to see, like, if there's Donald for president shit hanging in there, if there's people outside protesting. But I heard that they don't even have casinos in those hotels. It's just a hotel. I think it's got a casino in it. Really? I want to say somebody told me a long time ago that there's no casinos in the It might not. I don't know, but there's shit around it. But I just wanted to go. Like, just to – and – I was even thinking about it yesterday about trying to book a room there, but then I was too tired, and I was like, oh, bookit.com. This sounds good. And then I go, hello. I'm willing to bet that that hotel has probably got, I bet you it's got more reservations than the past eight months. Sold out today because I was looking. was like, should we do one more day? That's good for business. If anything, we were talking last episode on episode 19 about possible – Know, reasons why he why he got in the presidential race. I mean, I bet you his stock's gone up pretty pretty much. I mean, well, you know, it's kind of like the shit. people who love him, love him. The people who hate him, hate him. I, you know what, though, to tell you the truth, I almost think that dude is so big about, like, reputation and everything that if there was an open booking for that day, that he would just eat it and leave the room open just to make people believe that everything is sold out because then they'd want it more. It's a business tactic, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You make it in demand. And so I don't know, but I wanted to do that. But that was like, there's like, when you had hangover time and because, I mean, seriously, when we got like, there wasn't a lot of time. And I mean, of course, staying up till seven, eight in the morning kind of screwed that up with the next day. But when you had the show and everything else. The one thing I don't like about, like, the shows, too, because I wasn't... I mean, I used to go to Vegas all the time with my parents, but we never really did shows. I mean, I'd go to a fight because they did comp, like, boxing tickets and stuff like that. But I don't really like like the show aspect of it, though, because of having my day planned for me. Yeah, you got to plan around it and shit. It's kind of free-flowing when you're there. I mean, because there's a chance. It's like, if I'm really winning some decent money here, I ain't going to this goddamn show. Uh, it's over. See, it's the exact opposite with us. My first five trips with my wife, we would get there, and I'd be drinking. Like, I would bring it. I would buy a six-pack right there, on right by and Prim. You know, I'd buy, like, a 12-pack. I know, stopped at Fast Trip on Ming and bought a fucking 20-pack of bottles. And <laughs> Yeah, see, I would buy one in Prim right when you get on the border and, you know, keep it, keep it cold. And as soon as I get to the room, I'd just start pounding them. So I'd already have a buzz before I'm even out of the room and unpacked and dress for the evening so typically i'd be blacked out way before the night was over with and that was never good and i pretty much in her eyes i ruined the time because it was you know who wants to hang out with blackout chad (laughs) but so i I eventually tried to compensate those times by taking her to shows and our first show in vegas was jay leno and this guy yeah well they had like this acapella voice group that obviously failed on the voice but got like a spot in Vegas Mm -hmm. they were the worst man people were leaving because they were falling asleep and by the time Jay Leno gets up he gets on stage his hair's all messed up he's clearly shit faced dude I saw Jay at the the fucking love ride with a Foo Fighter concert really Dude, Jay Leno is a fucking walking disaster unless he's getting ready (laughs) for the fucking... I mean, not to say that that's a beautiful man on The Tonight Show, but shit, you get him out on his own. (laughs) I mean, not saying he didn't ride a motorcycle down there, but that guy looked like... I don't think he rode a motorcycle back, and if he did, I don't know if he would have passed any sobriety tests because that dude looked shit-faced drunk. It it looked like when when he came on stage with us, and this is probably back in 2009, it looked like he took an underwater beer bong slammed about four shots of fireball, walked through a tornado, and then jumped on stage. That's funny. Yeah, it looked just like that. That picture you're and showing me bloated right now, as shit. It looked just like that. And, I mean, the show was funny, but that was our <laughs> – that's a funny picture. So our, our show – the show was good. And then what There's else? Look at that good – God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a fun, that's, fun. that's exactly what he looked like. And then this last time we saw Mariah Carey. So, I mean, that was, you know, surrounded by women and gay guys. So I'm not too impressed with the shows. I it is cool. Did they get to call people on stage during that during your Penn and Teller show? I went up on stage actually. That's right. You said you did. That's cool, man. See, so that aspect of it's pretty cool, but I don't know. What really got my wife to is Teller never speaking, and he, I mean I've even seen afterwards. Some, like he yeah, he does. He does afterwards, okay. and just, she was kind of. Okay. And I was telling her too. I was like, you know, living with a blowhard like me and my friends who talk so much that 
when you hear that dude talk, it just shows you how many words we waste. And, and as loud as you think you are and as articulate as you try to get a point across, that if, if you conserved your words, people would listen to you so much more. Because Penn talked for two hours while we were at that show. Shit, hardly took a breath. I mean, that's right. what he does. But I'm telling you, when Teller spoke, it was, you know, your attention. Yeah, he's like, holy yeah. shit, you know, and like hanging on his words, man. That show, though, is brilliant because even... It's like a in, comedy magician show, right? Right, and they're disproving. They showed you, like, how... Without... And I don't... It, I know people who didn't like the show. They say it's boring. Um, it's not... It For some people, it's a, it's a little over their head. Well, because they don't want to have to fucking think. Because right. People want to go there and see Chris Angel fucking... Well, you don't want to get, or, you know, shit-faced drunk and be sitting in there and, you know, like, looking for... Here I'm gonna make these tigers disappear and fire and all this stuff because a lot of the lot of the um, stuff they're tackling is they're they're skeptics above and beyond. I mean, yeah, they debunk they, they debunk a lot of shit, right? Well, I mean, they had a TV show for what twelve seasons? I don't know how many seasons called Bullshit on Showtime, where they would go through and you know our vaccines bullshit is this you know, and they would you know get scientists in. And, and debunk it. I mean, they one of the bits they did was about how um, how you can go to a to a psychic, a faith healer too, and like where they can call people out of the audience and say a certain oh, you know, yeah. and they just debunk a lot I'm of shit. A John, I'm getting, a, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. Is there somebody in the audience who uh, they that. did a bit where where when you walk into the door they have a uh, they have a cup. And it's a big 55-gallon drum, and there's about four or five of them in there, and it says, take a cup and grab three or four cards. I forgot what it is. So what he does is, uh, during the show, he goes, all right, now get your cups. Now what I want you to do is fold this, fold that, fold this, tear it in half, throw out this card, throw out these cards, throw out this many cards. He goes, shuffle to the bottom, shuffle to the bottom, through to the bottom, throw this out, throw this out, throw this out. And then he goes, let me guess that you guys have these. Well, no, but not all of us had it. But right. a third of the people in the audience did. And I see so where he hit his number. Right. You know, they right. look, look, holy shit, it's a miracle. And then you show those people and you interviewed it and, like, just showed a bunch of, like, just stuff that is bullshit that, you know, that people take for granted. Or people just are too ignorant to see that is bullshit. Yeah, I see what you're going with. Well, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of it over their head because you're not – there are magic tricks, sleight of hand, and, like, you know, like disappearing. Like, but there, it's a lot more about other things. And then things might not – I'll tell you what was brilliant, me and my wife pointed out, is at the beginning of the show, Penn pops on, and it's a video – and he goes, I want you guys to take out your cell phones – and we're going to do a bit with your cell phones. Turn it up as loud as you want. Oh, do all this shit. And and when we first come out, our first bit's going to be a cell phone bit. So we get they, everything they did in this show, and if you see it, and we're going as a show again, I'm telling you, you start watching everything. Nothing they did was a wasted. They were controlling the crowd and making you do what they wanted every every moment of the show. Nothing was wasted, which led into the other thing. So he gets all these people out there with their phones. They come out. They snap their pictures, blah, 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 blah. That's done. You didn't see another phone for two hours. Wow. And I sat around the room and I said, as I was looking, I was like, when's the last time you have not seen some asshole on his phone. pop out their phone? Yeah, I hate that. Within two hours. Yeah, not to mention because it light up the fucking arena. They're, you know, the arena's black except on the stage. But the way they did it, they set it up. Everybody got their phone out, got their pictures taken care of. Boom, boom. And done. done. And like... Yeah, everything was for a reason. It's like reverse psychology, or oh, or it was. It was total. I mean? It was brilliant. That's cool. Now, see, most people don't want to go to shows like that. See, people people are so fucking dense, man. They want to go to Vegas, fucking get their drink on, get their sex on, do their fucking rails of blow, whatever they got to do, whatever their kick is, and then go just party out. They don't want to sit there and go to Vegas and have to think. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that that's what sets those guys aside. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind checking that show out. I get to pick the next show we go to. I, I'm kind of tossed on a few. You know what's amazing? Go see Sabbath in October or September. Sabbath? Sabbath's playing MGM in either, like, September or October. Supposed to be the farewell tour, but I think they've done about nine farewell tours. But Oh, uh, oh dude. 
fucking kiss slot machine. All right, enough of Gene and Paul taking my money because did that slot machine. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Did your wife play the Friends one? She sent that. She, she tagged, no. She tagged Libby in it, and I, and Libby's like, I didn't see that. We we had stupid ones at Caesars. It was like, uh, what was it, man? Uh, CSI. Like people, oh, dude. people are drawn to that shit. I'm telling you, if you would have walked around there somewhere, you'd have found it. Because you went to all the different casinos, and they basically had the same machines everywhere. That's the other thing I don't like, dude, is for one, to me, we used to always, me and my parents, like, we used to like going to Vegas because in Vegas you got the, the clink of the money hitting the machine. The, dum, 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 the change, the change. Especially when you're playing dollar. No, it's all papers, and that was always the Indian casino that you always got paper. Are there any more? There are none in Vegas. I not, can't. Not to anywhere I went. What about we went even to, downtown? No, we went down. I We went basically into every casino down. Well, we didn't go to the Elkhart. We didn't hit the ends, like the El Cortez, and we didn't go to Union Plaza, but all the little shitty, dirty ones in between and, like, the gold nugget. No, dude. Yeah, because you used to get cups. You know, you used to go there, they give you yeah. a cup. You know, Hell, and, one of the bits was when you were a kid is you collect the cups. Right, you collect the cups, and you'd sit there. And it, I, I mean, I was 17, 18 years old walking around with those cups. I remember. That sucked, man. That just, yeah, and a lot of people who are, I guess, in their tw- early 20s right now, they wouldn't, they don't even know what we're talking about, man. Well, and the weird thing is, is, like, they don't. They look like video games now. Like they don't. Look oh, some of them, dude. I can't even understand them. There's no, no. You don't even know what they're paying out for. No, and they got like the fucking gems, and there's like different diagonal patterns. What I don't like are the ones that are Mystic Realm, and you go and you you fucking play it, and there's a million possibilities. But of course, when you play, you don't get. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're, they're, I really love how the machines are like a penny. But then it's like, well, yeah, no, not really. A penny, but a minimum bet. But you got to pay like, forty cents to start it or whatever, and then. But the rubes get it, and the thing that's funny that I know these dummies aren't getting is say like this machines I was playing. It's like two hundred because they were like penny thing, but you're paying two hundred and fifty credits to play. for one spin. Well, what the is you win frequently. But what these rubes don't realize is you put 250 in, hey, you won 200 back. Good job. Everybody's right. a winner. You yeah. won, they stupid. Don't get, they don't get it. You don't get that yeah. you lost 50 cents on this transaction yeah, here, they, yeah, dummy. Exactly. And then before they know it, they can't figure out why their money. It, it, that's brilliant, too, actually, because there was machines in the back. Like, the cool thing about that they did a little bit more downtown is, like, and, and like on the strip and everything like before it used to be there was the dollar slots over here and the nickel slots here quarter slots there. now they're all mixed in downtown vegas has still got a lot of that left the other thing i found really like i didn't play that many table games because i don't have them anymore right thank you when we were at caesars there's like a little bit of areas where they'll have roulette blackjack but that's it i mean they're not like they used to be man no and that should it's because they don't want to pay the dealers you think that's it? I bet you a thousand percent. That's what and, be, and do you think it's because not a lot of people are actually going to Vegas to gamble anymore? You think? They still are. Do you think that might be? But do you think a, a vast majority of people go to Vegas to just party? No. Really? I because I, 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 I was thinking maybe that might be it. That I mean, there is that that aspect of it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm gonna tell you what: you get a couple of drinks down one of these assholes' throats, and there they go. They're gonna start throwing cash. Not to mention, you get one person in that party group. That decides that they want to go throw cash, somebody's going to throw cash with them. Or the one guy that just knows he's not going to get laid because he's got no game and, and he's just like, fuck, I better go gamble. There's always that one guy. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what really is funny to me are the giant slot machines, man. They're like the uh, size 12 feet by 8 feet. You just want to walk up and go, I bet you're from fucking Kansas, huh? <laughs> you fucking tourist asshole rube. <laughs> They're all big and shit, and it's like, oh, and Libby kept trying to get me to play those. I said, why? I said, it's just big. It's, it's not. She goes, but look, the price is bigger. I said, no, man, it's the same fucking thing, dude. It's just big. My wife fell for that. You know, the other thing that I find hysterical when you're there is just the different states of humanity. Like walking on that, because we were eating. We were, I was, unbeknownst to my wife, I was waiting for her friend and her husband to show up. And we were at the, on, in between Excalibur, not Excalibur, but the Luxor and Mandalay Bay, one of those restaurants that, like, slices. I think it's some Italian pizza slice type joint. And we're sitting there drinking, having a drink and eating pizza and just sitting there, like, because we're facing facing the, the walkway so we can look at and just maybe talking a lot of shit about people. But the uh, the the dress, like, how it goes from some bitch thinks that she's a Kardashian 
to some broad who's like got dirty feet and barely wearing shoes and she's 300 pounds overweight wearing right, cut off right. shorts and everything and they're all mingled in the same place it's fucking hilarious yeah dude that's what we were saying remember okay so we kind of talked about Vegas when I went last month for Valentine's Day and I think I said Vegas dude is the one place where you'll be sitting there and you'll see a group of hot ass chicks walk by and you'll be like damn and then you'll look and your head will go the other way and you'll see that You'll see a 300-pound chick wearing the same damn dress. I'm even not even talking about wearing the same dress. I'm talking about, like, just, just, cut off sweats and, like, you know. No, just, yeah, exactly. Thinking she's all hot. garbage. Yeah, and, exactly. Or not even giving a shit, you know? I mean, it's a weird. You'll see, like, a rich couple. You can tell it by looking at people. Okay, they probably got money. They're dressed nice. You know, he's got a badass watch on. She's hot. They'll walk by, and then you'll be sitting there, and you'll see, like, the illegal family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mom and dad and their eight kids, and, and they'll go and. Have you ever gone to like the food court on the strip? Uh, where is it? It's kind of I think it's right across from New York, New York. And they're, they're oh, it's different. the one in New York, New York. It, yeah, and it, and it's like you go in that food yeah, court. Yeah, I drove by it's it. Got a went, winter, it's got no a Wiener Schnitzel and Burger King. You look at that crowd, and then go to Bellagio to their food court. Right. <laughs> it's so funny, and it's just like right next to each other. Oh, dude, you want to talk about a difference though? Go from like you know the Luxor, Mandalay Bay. And then go directly downtown into those little shitty, like little, like Mardi Gras casino or what? Just those little. Those are where the locals go, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, those aren't even the locals. The locals have little places off to their own. This is like, this is degenerates and shit. (laughs) Like, uh, and to see the whole your your local crack dealer who came up and now he's going to Vegas for the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like where. White people want to go tour the ghetto, but they want a protected tour type thing, you know? Like, it, it's seedy and dangerous, you know? Like, like on, in vacation, like the Chevy Chase, you know, like when they're driving through East St. Louis, and he's like, excuse me, gentlemen, can uh, you give me directions to the freeway? And that black dude walks up, and they're stealing his hubcaps yeah, and shit. Exactly. He's like, yep. fuck your mama. Okay, <laughs> you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like that, where you want the, like, you want to feel, like, people want to feel that they're dangerous, but it's kind of protected. I mean, you do notice the thing, is, oh, dude. To tell you the truth, we got to the Gold Nugget yesterday. I was like, I'm going to go to the bank. I was like, fuck, I need to find a bank. I don't want to pay these ATM fees at the casinos, which I didn't realize they weren't that bad. But they used to be like when you would take money out, they'd charge you fucking like eight, eight 35. Bucks, yeah. No, it was like 35 bucks. Really? Like, yeah. This is before ATMs got really, really, you know, big. So there's Bank of America, big old tower about three blocks down the street. When we were driving in, I realized that between the Gold Nugget and where I was, was the police detention center. <laughs> so I really don't want to go get cash, walk by and go get, because I'm not going to get the car out to go do that. I'm not going to walk by and go get cash where they're letting assholes out of, you know, who just got out of the drunk tank or whatever. So I was like, that idea is finished. So Is that an outdoor detention center? No, it's a big it's building. It's a tall it's building. Yeah, I mean, the, the damn police bus is there and the lights are shining and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this ain't, you know, like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to go get And you watch, when you're walking up, you see hookers, drunks, cokeheads, like, being let out or whatever, kicked out of the door, and you're like, no, dude, no, I'm not going to get cash right there. I wonder how many people on average get arrested per night. Oh, dude, it's got to be out of hand. You know, though, because I remember a lot more, like, when I was a kid, my parents used to go almost every weekend, and I'd go with them up until the point where, like, I could be left alone and really decided that I liked drinking and having parties at my mom's house and that we could clean up after them and I wouldn't get in trouble. So I remember a lot more of, like, older, classier Vegas. Like, it, or it's still, don't get me wrong, but it was, put it yeah, this way. You know, like I, your, I, know, I know what you mean. You know, like, your home now is, like, you could you could stick your finger and go right through the drywall and everything's, like, it's not, but are you going to an older, solid home and shit's made out of oak and you can't break shit and you plaster, shut the door. walls. You yeah. shut the door and it firmly, boom, it has that loud sound. Yeah. Now your fucking shit vibrates right, and right. the doors don't weigh anything. You know what, to me, and it's just a, it's just, it shows our society is that's what Vegas is our society, though. Because if you think about it, what's everything? Everything's now a fucking chain restaurant. All the mom and pop small things are gone. Everything's made out of plastic. What are they trying to sell you? Here's the biggest, dumbest, 
Dude, I they were like, buy one of those big the big daiquiri drinks or those big beers to walk oh, around those in. yards? Yeah, and I said, mm-hmm. I'd rather walk around with a dick to suck out of than that thing. You'd look just as fucking stupid. It, it is funny when you see dudes walking around yeah, with Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to walk around with this big, you know, <laughs> fucking homo. six foot doing? phallus in my hand. You know, here I go sucking on it all day. That's where <laughs> I'm going. Now I'll pay $32 for beers. Fuck you. But that's plastic, and you wipe it down, and it's got to be the biggest and the most, you know. Well, it's all materialism. Out of hand shit. And, and, but if you look at everything's and it's meant to nothing, you know, hose it down and be ready again tomorrow. Rebuild tomorrow. Nothing, you know. We're not worried about craftsmanship. We're not worried about get the next group of assholes in here. Well, it's Sodom and Gomorrah is what it is. I mean, it, 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 that, that's what... That's the, why I don't. Th- that's what the hardline Christians would call it. Is it Sodom and Gomorrah? And in every tent, sex, debauchery, oh, yeah. debauchery, gambling is gambling, belligerency. But I mean, it's fun. What's well, access? It's it, excess. Excess of everything. And it's. I mean, I like going there. I, since I stopped drinking, I think this last time was a little different. But it's it, when you know when you drive into Vegas, there's that big billboard. You see it, and it says "Welcome to America's Party." That statement in itself says a lot, and it pretty much says what you just said. If America were to have a party. It would be Vegas. It is America's party. Where else can you compare it to? I mean, New Orleans is pretty rough and rowdy, but that has its own thing. And if you look at Vegas, when it's nighttime and it's lit up, that's the party. It's yeah, drinking yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's kicking. Then when you see that city and the lights are off, that's the hangover. Oh, it fucking fuck, yeah. looks like shit. It, it does. It, it's, Everything's faded. It looked, You know what I noticed is a lot that, of places weren't painted well. Dude. This you got all that money, paint your this shit. This is exactly what I was telling my wife. It was like, when, like, I used to go all the time, and, uh, of course, this is fucking, you know, we're getting 10, 15 years ago, but, like, they would paint shit, like, Circus Circus looks faded as fuck. Yeah, so does Excalibur. Yeah. So does, you know what fucking yeah, really well, set me off, dude, is, you know when you go and you cross the street, do that intersection, and you... From Excalibur to New York, New York? I bet you're going to say exactly what I was saying the, today the, in the, the car. The 911... There's a 9/11, and they got like nine or eight T-shirts. It's signed by oh, fire, firefighters with the with the Statue of Liberty and the flag. It's all fucking faded. The flag looks like shit. I mean, you can't even see inside the windows that have the firefighters' shirts and like the memorial. You can't even. It's like the glass, the fucking cheap plexiglass, mm-hmm. should have been changed out ten years ago. Well, what I was I thought you were gonna say is, um, you know, like the walkways that they have there and everything. When they built the Excalibur, remember when they built it, it was so like you could see that it was a fucking castle, that it had like the moat and everything. Now they've used that walkway and blocked all that shit. New York, New York used to not have as much shit to sell you, not as many chain restaurants, and you could actually see that it was like a New York-looking skyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just like... Does that roller coaster even go anymore? I don't know. It was windy as shit. They weren't running nothing. Uh Um but it looks like if you got now, like, it, it's like cheap, unclassy, fancy, rich type. Like, they're just like, oh, we're going to make shit out of glass and make it have angles for no fucking reason. Just like, so these rubes will buy into this shit. Are you talking about the Luxor? Just any of the buildings. No. Any of the buildings. Just yeah, like, I, I you're saying. like the yeah. Cosmo and all those, like, the, the glass. Like, they're trying to make shit like, like Manhattan and, like, just, it's just. I think Vegas needs a remodel on the outside, but you know they'd rather spend money on out shit. They, they're not interested in that. The tourists, you know, the average well, tourist. Stopped coming, which, which they have stopped coming because, like, when we stopped at the Gold Strike, nobody was there. I know nobody was there, but they closed half the floor. They have, yeah, I know, they have cars there now, and I mean, that place used to be, and that's where all the table games were. They only had about eight table games. They didn't open till eleven a.m. Well, it's like that with Prim, right? When you cross the border, I remember. I don't even know if that motherfucker's open anymore. No, the I'm sign just, is knocked down. Talking about Buffalo Bills and shit. No, the Prim. The the, the Prim, yeah, because it's in the same place where Buffalo Bills right. and stuff, right? I remember as a kid. You're talking night in the mid '90s, late '90s, because we would go there every summer, and you'd cross over the border, and we would want to stop there so fucking yeah. bad. We had sat in the car for two hours, two and a half hours, whatever, and three hours, whatever it was, and we'd want to go. Ride that goddamn roller coaster. My mom want to go piss. My dad want to go do some drink gambling, whatever. We'd stop there for like 30 minutes. But it was lit up. It was nice. There was that roller coaster. It was fucking awesome. You're in, you're in Nevada. We're going to be in Vegas soon. Nah, dude. This last time, it didn't even look like it was open. That roller coaster yeah. looked like shit. It looked, yeah. like, looked like something out of like a zombie film, dude. Just all run down and a relic 
is what it looked like. Well, I don't relic. know how long it's been, but I don't know if you remember, but the gold strike as you go past that, as you go past Prim between, between yeah, the I remember Prim. the gold strike. Okay, well, right across the street from that was Basically another like casino called Nevada Landing. And it was like a tugboat. Yeah, it, it was a big like, old steamer. A big steamboat. Yeah, I remember it. We'd stay there. That motherfucker is knocked down in there. It's gone. But the there's not even still, a sign. No. The sign's gone too now? Yeah. I there's not even a sign in the desert that that shit existed. There's oh, not it's gone. No, there's not a fucking cement pad. I mean, as far as you know, that land is as pristine as when the last, you know, fucking so we Indian would, chief stood up there before the war of 1812 and shit and looked down on that hill because there is not a goddamn thing out there. We would stay at the Gold Strike every single summer. My uncle would drive from Utah, but we would drive from California. He'd drive from Utah, and we'd meet, and we'd stay at the Gold Strike. And my dad would go into Vegas, and my dad, a poker... I mean, this dude's serious. My, my, my pops don't mess around. Like, he'll play poker for 12 hours straight. Right. So he would go there, there, and he'll get comped rooms. So then the second night, uh, sometimes we would go and actually stay in Vegas, but we would always stay at the Gold Strike. It was cheaper. You're That's only, what we, we did a know, lot. You know, yeah, you're only 20 minutes from the Strip. You know, So anyways, I remember that. Well, that, my parents that, were comped there all the time, too, because they'd play there. They're in the Nevada Landing all the time. So yeah. we, And we could hop on that shuttle and take it exactly. across and just hit the arcades. We, we would take jet skis, and so Lake Mead, you just go out the back way, and you you know bypass the Strip, and you're right there at the lake. So we would always stay there. I remember that, what, what was it called? Nevada yeah, Landing. Nevada Landing. I remember that big tugboat vividly, man. Like, I remember it being there. That was that was the nicer of the two. That was the nicer of the two, man. Gold Strike is a Because I used show. to get pissed at my mom and be like, can we go to fucking Nevada Landing? This place sucks. Well, you know? the kid, it was the whole boat thing. You Well, to no, there. I was yeah, worried I about arcade games. Like, the fucking Gold Strike's arcade I remember that. Little, and I remember telling my wife this last time we went, I said, man, there used to be a tugboat casino hotel right there, and now it's gone. Yeah, it, it just tripped me out that there is not a trace of that mother. There's a gas station out there that was there, but it's like there was a big ass casino around, and it ain't they ain't shit. Gone. They do. That's crazy, man. That's I don't crazy. know if a sinkhole opened up, sucked that fucker into the earth, or what. But there ain't. <laughs> it's history. That sucks. Damn, dude. Well, I'm sorry your trip kind of sucked like that. No, like, it, was yeah, I mean, it was great. It sounds terrible, but it was fucking great, actually. And I'm feeling better now, finally. It's, it's cool because both of us went within a month, and I think we kind of had somewhat of a similar experience as far as what Vegas is. I it, it It's sad for people who have gone there a long time, but still, someone's listening right now who's never gone, and they'll go and have the time of their life. I mean, that Vegas is that place. It's a Disneyland for adults. It, it seemed like it was a good time, man. I, I was planning on going in December, but I don't think... I'll be going now, and I can't. Ugh, I can't say publicly it sucks, man. But looks like time isn't gonna do me any good. That sucks. I was really wanting to go. No, dude, it's a fucking disaster on New Year's. It New Year's sucks. Tell you what, you don't want to go. You don't want to go. Thanksgiving is like, dude. Really? Thanksgiving like dead sucks ass. Really? You want me to tell you what you can do on Thanksgiving on that freeway? Seems like it'd be packed. You can get out of your car and picnic on the side of I-15 and toss a football. For a long period of time. Really? Because we've done it before. Then again, if you wonder if every other asshole in their car is getting out of their car doing the same shit. Dude, it looks like, you know, Independence Day when the fucking people are outside of the car and just out there hanging out. and Like, like Walking Dead when all the cars are all stopped and shit. Dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, seriously, it sucks. Damn, uh, dude. That, uh. New Year's is shit, too. New Year's is terrible. Any of those big days, it stinks. Uh, April 2nd. The Fox Theater here in Bakersfield. Bakersfield rocks the Fox. Five great bands. You got local band, the Aviators. They were on episode 18. You want to check them out. Kings of Carnage are all military metal band. They were on, I think, episode 12, 8 or 12. I can't remember. And you got Il Tiempo, Art Machuca, and Edema. Tickets are $25 at the door or on eTix. Join us. We're going to be there streaming live, interviewing the band. It's going to be a good time. And this Friday, March 11th, the Aviators are having their third album release party at B-Riders on White Lane here in Bakersfield. Now, isn't to the Fox, the, the, the tickets are like 18 bucks, so it's $25 out the door because that's with your convenience fee and all that. I think the tickets are 25 bucks in your hand. Yeah, $25 in your hand are the tickets. It's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a great time. We're well, I just wanted there. to say that because then people think, oh, shit, I got to pay $25 and then the convenience fee, and then half the time the convenience fee is like, you no, know, it's, you're it's, 50 bucks a ticket. No, it's no, $25 out, out the, the door. door. And then there's going to be an after party in town at the Doubletree at the uh, Club Odyssey. I think it's actually called something else now. i got to – don't quote me on the name of that. But anyways, check it out. And then this Friday we'll be at B-Riders 
on White Lane here in Bakersfield for the Aviators album release party. So check all that out. We need you guys to interact. ChadManRandyShow.com. Interact on our webpage. Interact on our Facebook wall. We're killing it on numbers, and we couldn't do it without you guys. You guys are really making this show happen, so thank you very much. Thanks for listening for 20 episodes. We appreciate it. Chapman and Randy, out. Uh-huh.